Rhythm, 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 life. This for the ones who never made it home. Yeah. This for the boys and the girl who know who's home. Yeah. This for the ones who know where to go in the long world short and the short world gone. Yeah. Yeah. We took a long ride and a long stride, but on the long ride, that's the short cut home. Yeah. Yeah. This for the ones who made it home. Yeah. This for the ones who ain't made it home. This for the ones in every zone. Yeah. This one hit a short cut home. Got the whip, call up the Uber I got some quid, I got a zoo up Wifey at home, I fork a spooner Out that window like a rumour Yo man, them I would come sooner But she stuck to guns like Guna Made through the drama palaver Welcome to Music Is My Medicine podcast on Ridden Life In this episode, I'll be talking to a rapper from South London, J-Mac He started making music in 2018 and immediately earned the attention of London fans J-Mac, welcome to the show <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm great, you know. I'm feeling great, feeling good. You know, what I mean, it's sunny in the city. Yes, yes. Summer is underway, finally. Finally. It's been a long winter. It always feels like a long winter, doesn't it? <laughs> Summers feel, feel short, though. Fleeting. So. Fleeting yeah, beauty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, thank you so much for, for coming and, and joining the show. So, where shall we start? Why J Mac? <laughs> okay, so um, like with the name thing, I think it would. I'd be remiss if I didn't cite my inspirations: Jay Z, mm-hmm. J Cole, even Just Blaze. It started on Xbox. Funny enough, Xbox Live. It was like mm-hmm. so. The name comes before the music. It's like Just Mac, Mac. I've always been Mac. Yeah. I'm Mac. So it's always been Mac. Just Mac was. I'm just Mac. Like back then, remember people saying, I'm just da, 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 yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm just Mac. And then eventually I shorted it to J Mac and then just Macking. Because what do you be, what you, what you do? I'm just Macking. I'm me. What I do is Macking. And then Mac is my name. It's my full name. But the uh, acronym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah. a shorter version. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just what, and that's what people call me uh, outside of. Outside of music, most of the people I know, they call me Mac. I don't really get called my forename, government name Yeah, that often. It's usually a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like a lot of people, like, uh, um, I just, whatever, like have long full names or, uh, I don't know, they, they just, you know, it depends how you feel, like, to be, like, w- what name you react to, uh, I, I feel. Like, my, my full name is Elizabeth like mm. okay <laughs> okay but never like so i'm polish and in poland uh you um call like the the acronym of elizabeth isella so that's uh, me yeah not because li- i said uh, you over here it's elizabeth or lizzie or yeah, yeah lizzie or beth betty okay and, yeah, yeah yeah so it's it's yeah it's it comes from 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 polish ella and uh to be fair like if somebody ever called me like elizabeth or like in polish Elżbieta, I, I just to the I'm so detached from that name that I don't react to it mm, 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 and it, it's been always like that it's not the fact that I moved here to London and um, it's <laughs> a it's, new name yeah <laughs> it's, it's more like even yeah when when I was um, uh, growing up it's like the only time when I was called Elizabeth it was like my mum when I when I messed up something yeah <laughs> exactly so you know it's like your ears like prick up so when I hear when I hear my name I'm like what's going on like who sent you <laughs> like, yeah, hey. yeah. 
does it does it take you like a few seconds like say you're at doctors or like something and somebody reads loud your name from like passport and you are just like oh 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 it's me actually sorry <laughs> i've usually got headphones in so there's always a bit of that i can't lie i've usually got headphones in i'm like oh me yeah all right and then i do the slow walk over and they're now tapping their foot yeah i've heard that one a lot i mean my my grandma's jamaican so mm-hmm. i'm um, half jamaican and um growing up there was a lot of us there was me my brother my uncles my cousins and that big family you know what i mean so mm-hmm. she would ring through the whole name the whole list of names marcus jada like the whole <laughs> li- list of names and then it would land back usually on one or two so if she started with my name she got like she's forgotten and, and then cool off <laughs> and then just back to marcus so i definitely I feel like I get triggered when I hear my name. I'll just put it out there. I'll say 100%. When I hear my name, I just said it. I weren't meant to say it. I said it. <laughs> it's not a problem like that, though. But, um, yeah, no. So I definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mac. Mac. <laughs> Mac. Okay. Mac. Okay, Mac. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell me what, what, what you've been up to recently. You've been busy. Uh, me and my producer, Cassius Clifford, we've been releasing our garage tunes our mm-hmm. cush garage tune so we kind of feel like we're nice. creating our own lane with the garage sounds uh with respects and homage to the people who come before us just trying to make something new out of what we already love do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and people are feeling it so that's the shortcut home mm-hmm. on all streaming platforms uh there's a video on youtube so when I say it out loud, we've been kind of busy and little yeah. performances here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah like last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, wow. So how how do you keep up with with everything and uh, uh, yeah, and like just keep up your your creative juices going? It wasn't easy probably during the pandemic when everything was sort of like you know uh, we were. We had to isolate and there was no gigs no nothing and now we actually can you know release music and interact with people and play gigs live how does it feel to you it's you know what it's great and i say that word a lot today but i genuinely feel that way i think the world definitely opened up um and it's funny lockdown for me was kind of like it was a much needed, as bad, as funny as it sounds, Think bad, good things can come of bad situations. It was a much needed break. In hindsight, when I look at things, mm-hmm. I was speeding to a crash, mm. just in my life in general. And it took you, they say life will sit you down and there's worse ways to be sat down. Do you know what I mean? I was, yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. still worked because my work was deemed essential work and it is to be fair. And mm-hmm. and I wasn't working from my home for a long time into the pandemic. So I was outside, but I guess the world got, it slowed down. You don't really ever, and maybe we'll never see something like that again, where the world actually slowed down and allowed me I, and hopefully other people to catch up to yeah. where we wanted to be. Because music is essential so I mean I definitely recorded over the lockdown like I was definitely still making tunes still writing yeah I got so the writing thing I'll be honest I not so not every day now but since I was 16 probably for so over like about a decade I've been I've been writing more or less every day Mm, like every night wow well because music is therapy to so many people and for me that's how I got into the music it Mm. was like hearing I can say it straight like Jay-Z that I said that about my name Jay Mack that Mm -hmm. comes from Jay-Z to an extent Mm -hmm. um 
when I heard Jay-Z rapping and I really took it in as a teenager, not as a small kid, but as a teenager, my uncle <laughs> showing me and stuff, it was like this guy was teaching me stuff that I would never have learned or mm. hadn't learned yet. And and life will put you before your time anyway sometimes. Yeah. Through the, your experiences. So it was like he was teaching me stuff and then it's gonna sound funny, but Joe Budden. Joe Budden was rapping in a way that he was talking about feelings and emotions and things people, everyone goes through in a way that no one had ever been so transparent. Mm -hmm. So for me, as a kid, feeling quite alienated between how I felt, expressing it, mm -hmm. music was the perfect, I wouldn't even say escapism, it was the perfect tool for me to understand how I felt. Because you can, that's like I was saying before, you write mm -hmm. something or your old work, you can hear it and say, people might love it, but you might have a hesitance to it because it's like, no, I can hear what I was going through because yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, you just feel like you expose yourself through the, through the lyrics. So is the creative process of making music actually a therapy to yourself as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's the, the it's fun to make. It's fun to write. It's fun when you hear it and you're like, right, I've made this. And. I think if you're always trying to push your thing, you're going to feel that, like push your level, you're going to feel that way. So yeah, definitely, because you go, right, I made this. This sounds like something mm. that could have sounded, this something I could have heard growing up or something that's on the radio or something like that. And that's the steps. I mean, now I definitely have a confidence in myself where it's like, no, I'm, I know I'm, I can believe I made that, but I still, yeah, it's mm. still like, it, I think it builds you up whenever you can see something through to completion. It gives you that self-esteem, confidence, you know what I mean? And then even the adversity, for example, you, mm. it's, it's, it, it, sometimes I guess it can seem like, where's this going? Or you question maybe decisions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. but I think for me anyway I can only speak from my experience it's like I've the sticking to it has always been more rewarding than yeah. deciding to take a break or it's just how can I get through this I don't know like I've, I guess it's a good question because it's kind of got me a bit stumped <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I mean for, from for what you're saying it sounds like um, you know it does have a certain you know music is your medicine from the sound of it in the sense that um you know by through through the process you said that you've noticed uh moments when you saw yourself exposed but if you see yourself exposed you kind of get to know yourself better mm -hmm. and also when you see the final result of your of your you know create your creation it gives you satisfaction it builds up your 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 self-esteem it's it's super important to have that thing in your life the worst thing is to like i don't know have a nine to five job where you go you just feel like you have zero impact you just have to do your hours and you have no positive impact on the world you just your contribution is not being recognized and you just don't have that satisfaction of uh by the end of the day of what what you've done if you just if it continues like through through days it really can affect the way you you, you feel about yourself yeah about i mean self-worth yeah even like where is this going because i mean there's been definitely hard times where um you wake up in the morning and you think this again and that sounds dark or it sounds bad but it's like you really are trying to make it through mm. and you're just thinking oh, i gotta go to this place i don't want to be for eight hours 
you're grateful for it because I mean you bills have to pay food have to eat so it's just like it, 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 it's it's like <clears throat> it can be the source of your pain to an extent but it's helping you along the way so I think I mean job satisfaction I mean from my day jobs I don't really think I've got much satisfaction apart from the helping people aspect and then obviously what I'm saying the mm -hmm. paying my way type situation whereas music yeah no I, it is therapy I guess because it is that it's I, it makes you as a person maybe mm -hmm. it makes who you are as a person music mm. Does it make me who I am as a person? I think it's such a big part of who I am through, but it, it, it's broken down into so many segments because there's the listener, there's the writer, there's the performer, and they're all the same person. It's all me, but you wear different hats for different things. So if I'm, like for this, for example, me talking about the, the creation of music is completely different to the implementation of me making of like you seeing me in the studio and making it mm -hmm. you might like people will be thrown back something they'll see me i will love the tune but until mm -hmm. the job is done yeah i'm really if i don't know yet i'm still figuring it out you're not gonna know my face is straight it's that with my barber until that trim's done my mm -hmm. face is straight i don't <laughs> know the outcome even if i'm sure it was a good trim sure it's a good tune so yeah the job satisfaction thing I w so yeah music being me music is a huge part of who I am I think it, even before I made it it was and that's mm -hmm. it was almost like a no-brainer when I look back on it that this is what I want to do this is mm -hmm. how I want to leave my mark tell the story of my story and other people's story the story of people who who don't necessarily feel like their story's been told do you know what mm -hmm. I mean yeah 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 a metaphorical sort of way of expressing it yeah but even in a literal way like in the sense of like the stuff obviously my I always say this, my best work's not out yet. And that is by, partly because of lockdown, funny enough, I held on to a lot of material. Mm -hmm. But ultimately what I'm trying to portray, as like I said before, like that kind of nostalgia of London, that image of London, of that, that it's out the come up, the underdog mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. But really like, um, perceptions of mad thing. Cause I mean, I'm grateful and fortunate that I never necessarily come off as the underdog, yeah. but, you know I, coming from where I've come from of my situation as a child that's definitely the case and so hearing that music that that Joe Budden that Jay-Z that J. Cole kind of going full circle to what I was saying it was like oh wow you guys can do it and these people were telling that's like you're telling my story without yeah. me even saying it so if I don't feel alone because of you lot's music yeah. then I can have this impact on other people mm. uh, do you get what i'm saying yeah, and then yeah. i'm i mean i'm neurodiverse so i'm dyspraxic so my mm. my experience has always been and everyone's different i don't want to seem like man's doing struggle olympics or whatever everyone has their own things but mm -hmm. for me i was always different to people around me always even down to and no one understood why and i mean even neurodiversity is only a topic that gets discussed more now and there's more money in it now mm -hmm. i mean i was fortunate because 20 years prior, 10 years prior to my birth, if you had that, you were, you, it was you. you it was on yeah, you to fix it. and your it. thoughts and your feeling weird and not belong to the place. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I always said, no, I've got a story to tell that probably tells other people's story. And even though not everyone's neurodiverse, there's so many intersecting lines of uh, being mixed race, growing up by working class to poor in South London to do you know what I mean to so many things like do you know what I'm saying or just yeah, and then yeah. over trying to overcome all that to yeah. still be yourself and not 
feel like you need to cave into the pressures of what other people are doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah, that's just trying to find a place where you belong, even at the cost of pretending to be somebody else. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. making it. And so, yeah, that is, I guess, for me, that is who, how music is kind of the fair, like that's the the starting point and the ending point of what do I want to do? So mm. that was the end of that question and the start of the journey. Do you know what I mean? Ah, <laughs> it was the start and the yeah. end point because it was like music helped me find out what I wanted to do and I guess who I am. And then the journey of who you are going to be continues as you go through this journey of, of making course. and trying to push your music. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That, that's super interesting. That's that's great how you use, you know, creativity to help to um and understand or sh shape your own identity it's a process right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool that uh you know you also uh, you, you communicate with others right the the audience because it's so important that we see representation of ourselves in in culture because if you don't have that like for you who jay-z was to you you can be uh you know uh you can always reach the the audience that will sort of recognize their stories and your story and you can be even more authentic like because the, okay jay-z is like basically feeding the whole global audience but then there are like certain nuances to be in you know south londoner uh to have your background so if you speak up for all these people who feel like you uh, I think it's it's you know it's super powerful. Your music can do a lot of good. Um, so yeah, how would you describe the main inspiration uh, of your of your songs? Do you have one, or it's it's more like? So whenever people used to ask me what my music was, when you tell people you rap, people always say, "Okay, so what do you rap about?" And I used to think it was a cop out of an answer, but honestly, life. It's I rap mm -hmm. about life feelings situations emotions that could be feelings mind states i think mu okay so music has always been storytelling mm -hmm. so within my songs our songs me and my producers we i always try and even if i'm like there's a story and even if it's in the little uh let's say the little paragraphs or the little stanzas rather you're gonna get there's, it's, it's a developing story where does it end and mm. sometimes I, I it took me a while to realize that sometimes there's a bit I'm a bit of a it's there's a bit of subversion going on between mm -hmm. like you may think that this is what this is about but it is but it's more about this and that's because I think I draw from a lot of there's always thinking involved but music is to meant to be felt and I feel like if you overthink stuff it comes across I think like if you don't put your truth into it, your feelings into it, it comes across unless that's the tune. And then that mm -hmm. will come out organically as well. So I always, yeah, my biggest inspiration for music is life, how I feel, the things going on around me, the people around me, because uh, like the song you make when you're by yourself and the song you make with a man, they're two different songs mm -hmm. because the energy is different. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's not to say, one is more you and one is more you it's like well no who are you here who are you there they're not always going to be exactly the same even if there are do you know what i'm saying because your mood might be different people might uplift you you might fall out i need to get out of this room yeah <clears throat> so yeah i would say life feelings I got no best Coming from a manor where manor were hopeless Never gave a manual, they showed them where laws is And where the rope is, Sean where the moose is 
yeah. And I was wired by the new fit. While we were fitting the system, they took a new mix. So CC gon' show up with a new mix. And we up in the stage that it's been ruthless. I don't part roofies, the pain being ruthless. So I build up a bane and watch my bruise lift. Grandma said I'll be great, yeah, the loose. Never tried to be bait, nowhere to move. Yeah. Flowers in the concrete. Craving powers in the ensuite. Cradle graves like Pompey. Don't die on me. They can't stop me now. I don't know what the truth is Truth is you gon' do what you do best Part of that process No best even if I don't show best I don't know that's, that's cool that you are just, you know uh, Music life as an inspiration, music as catalyst And, you know uh, uh, But you, you also mentioned that, um, uh, you know, that combining your your life as a musician uh, with a nine-to-five job, uh, how would you describe how easy or difficult it is to be an up-and-coming musician in London? I mean, it's 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 like well, you feel like your worlds, like you're in different worlds, different lives. You, do you know what I mean? Like who I am as a person may not, or who anyone is as a person for that matter, may not translate to the office culture. So mm-hmm. then that's a normal everyday thing where you kind of, it sounds negative, but suppress your personality or adapt your personality to the situation at hand. Then you add music, the perception of rapping to that workplace culture who may be an older place or mm-hmm. older in an older place in life. And it's just, it, it's interesting. It was at first for me, it was almost like, don't say it, don't mm-hmm. bring it up. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you know, like, certain people I worked with knew, but other people didn't. And that was even, that wasn't necessarily because I'm on some gang thing and I'm rapping like this and rapping like that. But it was just like, you, I just have this perspective coming from where I come from, like, working class South London, that you lot in these offices do not understand my perspective. I don't know where I'm coming from and you're just going to see it as a bad thing. So that was difficult because you feel like you're hiding what you're doing. But I guess over time, you, you open up to people, you speak to more people and you realise, oh, wow, this is celebrated because they think it's cool. And so I think overall on a journey perspective, for me, it was like, yeah, it was all come in stages of acceptance, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? In a form, it's an acceptance that you are you and you can still be you. And I guess you have your boundaries where some people, they don't need to know everything you do. Mm-hmm. But if this is what you do, people are going to find out anyway. So you can't be afraid that they find out. The actual running of it <laughs> is com- it's difficult because you've got a studio, you've got late nights, and mm. then prior to working to home, you're from home, you're going into the office in the morning early. So you're probably waking up at six. You're probably getting home at like t- maybe at twelve. Some people have studio late. Mm. I always try and be done around twelve, just because. Yeah. Well, if you get, wake up at six, well, <laughs> trust me. And then you got to go gym. So it's like balance, right? It's like life. Do you know what I mean? Like you were yeah. saying earlier, you have to balance everything like as well so it's like going out to because of a work function and then but now your mind's on work and now you're traveling from this place to that place yeah trying to make the minutes count it's a bit of that it's just lots of pressure lots of pressure (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um uh, yeah i mean i think i think you do amazingly uh and um but can we come back to the fact like how you navigate that those two 
realities in your life you know having a nine-to-five job and being a musician and and as you mentioned you kind of like that office environment not necessarily will resonate with the stories that you can bring from say the urban south london where you grow up they not necessarily will get them understand them so how do you navigate it now do you talk about it openly um you know what i've this is not everyone's method but i've kind of resolved to be myself regardless and because i figured i've started i was doubting things i was saying at some points and i was thinking I was questioning myself and then I read like you ever say something to someone and they and because they don't understand you feel like maybe you said it wrong but in reality they just don't understand because yeah, of it's their on them yeah, yeah because they don't get it exactly yeah, yeah. so at a point I just resolved to in personality and this isn't this isn't necessary for everyone but it was hurting me to not be myself because it was like I'm here most of the time yeah it's like yeah. when can I actually be myself like actually think how I would think react that because I guess as well, growing up, you always in school and things like that, not as be it like, I've always been fidgety and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. You get labeled a bad child. So you're mm-hmm. always just kind of apologizing for something. and yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, it was that resolution of, you know what, actually I'm not hurting no one and I'm not doing anything wrong by being me. And because I'm dyspraxic, I'm actually saving myself energy that I need to work on this stuff because all that stuff is too much thinking. The brain doesn't necessarily process and act the same and as other people. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. or you're neurotypical. That's the term. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily process things the same. So, yeah, I just had to be me for me because it anything else was exhausting. And yeah. obviously, that doesn't mean like I mean I'm I'm come off however I come off now. But I mean it's not like I'm some savage. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yeah. I've got I've got um. I got some decorum. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, that's, that's you know, but th- th- that's cool. That's that, that's cool that, um, uh, yeah, you, you arrive to that, you know, conclusion that there is no point of like trying to fit the society mm. uh, because you will never fit it. Like, like I, I don't think there is any sort of like a role model person like even those ones that tick all the boxes they probably feel sometimes inadequate or they like pretending to be to tick those boxes so hard that it must be exhausting for them mm. as well so uh, i mean that's that, that's really really cool that you, you know um uh, that uh, gradually you found that confidence to to be yourself so what advice would you give to like young people growing up with similar background to yours growing up in London who may not feel adequate? Hmm, That's a good question. I guess what I would say about that is everyone is scared of something, scared of what other people might say, scared of what might happen if they do this and they don't, they do this, do that, and they listen to this person, don't listen to that person. I say ultimately the truth is as long as you're not bad minding anyone, you have to, you have to be yourself, you have to do what you want. And the only thing at the end of the day that you're really gonna regret is not doing anything rather than the doing. And if you approach, everything is a process. So in life in general, if you're scared of anything, you have to approach it, think about it, and say, okay, what are the steps that this is gonna take? Even if it's the first step, the second step, you don't have to have it all mapped out, but I'd say if you want believe in something, you gotta 
you got to just, it, there's never, you're never too, you're never too late, but you're never too early to start. Do you know what I mean? And you may change your mind and you may feel some days that you don't want to do it and you may come back to it, but that's all part of the process. Do you know what I mean? I think if you, I guess, I don't know if this is a good answer, but I know that if for me, every time that I've intruded myself and allowed myself to be, be myself, I put myself in a better position to absorb information I need to help people I care about, to push myself forward in life. And I think without the bells and whistles and descriptions, we all kind of want those things. We want safety mm. for ourselves, for the people that we love to to feel like our life means something. Mm. So I think the only thing that's regret, you regret in the end is what you didn't do because unless you've really done some horrible things, and some people don't even regret that, it sounds bad, but even unless you've done some really horrible things, time really does heal all so you bet you might as well make it count you know what i mean mm, that's mm. what i'd say oh wow that's <laughs> that's a really cool thing so you just you know uh it's it's yeah you're right sometimes hard to find that strength to go for for things we have that natural instinct that protects us from uh from taking a risk yeah. it's it's the natural thing that we we have in our heads just just because a, a risk means danger and like nature builds us to 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 avoid those things but then it's that thing is reflected in social uh interactions and then what what we do we just don't go for it if you like as as uh, our personality expressions as uh, conversations with people because we so if you are stuck in that fear mm. uh, that prevents us to you know to be be ourselves and um uh yeah the world would be so much easier <laughs> if we just let it be i mean it is it i do feel like there is a there is you I don't know if it's coercion, but uh, you are definitely rewarded for uh, conforming to certain standards and certain things because, and it becomes more of a, it becomes more of a norm because let's say, for example, if you buy this hat, now um, <laughs> you're going to get a better reception from people. Mm. People are going to talk to you better that translates over to how people really like this hat down to, oh, people who have this hat now, you might be in a better stead to get this opportunity or that opportunity. And I think that extends to all walks of life. And I mean, we all, I guess you got to have, it's weird, right? Because you got to be yourself and you've got to be able to function in society. So with that, it means there needs to be hegemonic values that you stick got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a balance. You just can't just, just sit there and be. Be a wild, uh, for, yeah. living in it and wanted to, because yeah. it comes at a choice. I mean, it comes yeah. at a price. Like you can do anything, but mm. uh, like what's going to Cooperate. Gonna yeah, what's yeah. going to happen? Like yeah. if you do that, you're going to be all right. I don't think so. <laughs> like, yeah. so you've got to do this. It's like the working thing. It's like, mm. ideally, no one would work a job that they want, don't want to work. But if you don't work, what are you actually going to do? Because housing isn't free. Do you know what yes. I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, food yeah, isn't yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. So it always, there is, you've got a give and take in life. But I was going to say something. So I had a question because you said something. And mm -hmm. it's something I always think about. Um, what is the difference between anxiety because that our feeling and a gut feeling mm. and are they the same or do you think they're the same or do you think they're different and how do you differentiate between them it's kind of hmm. yeah yeah um is it the question yeah sorry yeah 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 yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, i think um uh, no there is a difference between gut feeling and anxiety uh because um uh, 
anxiety is, is when when we actually don't read our gut feelings or like um, it's more a projections of things uh, that don't exist. It's a worry and worry. 90% of our worries, they don't really happen. And um, a gut feeling is sort of like if you listen to it, it's gut feeling is about facts. So what is your gut feeling about um, this, uh, whatever, this decision? Should, should you take it or not? Do you feel like <clears throat> somebody offers you a job, for example, right? Mm. And um, and you kind of like, you know, you take it as a positive, like, yeah, I should do it. But actually, subconsciously, you know that that job is like, yeah, it's cool to get it uh, for the money, but you would be absolutely doing things that you don't want. Or actually, it will... <clears throat> It will not mean any progression for you. I mean, say you are changing jobs, right? And you really want to change your job badly. Somebody offered you another opportunity and you are just debating, should I leave what I've got and should I go for it? But you have some concerns. And, you know, a lot of people, if they listen to their gut feeling, they would kind of almost know that they are putting themselves into like basically a worse situation mm. but they rather wait a little bit look for something better um but they don't listen to that gut feeling but you see what i'm saying so that that example shows you that gut feeling is about a situation a decision a mm -hmm. fact that you are facing anxiety is about fictional things that we I, create in our heads and i agree with that and I, I i wanted to hear your kind of what you thought like about that because i do feel like in society today we're kind of we're we're all we're all all of us even if you feel it or don't feel it we're all kind of there's so much going on that can make you anxious that it can make you yeah. hard to interpret your gut feeling you might feel anxious so much that your gut feeling now you think it's your anxious feeling so now every time you feel anxious like no it's my gut and now you're shutting yourself off the opportunity yeah and i feel like i had to make the distinction even when it came to making songs, when it came to work, things mm -hmm. that I was saying, how I came across to a manager, how I came like, can I say how I feel about this situation, stand up for myself, for mm -hmm. example, with, um, without coming across in a way that it's gonna get me in trouble. And mm -hmm. I think that distinction there is probably one of the best, like the way you put it, is, I would say, yeah, that's it. Like, Boom. Yeah, so don't follow anxiety because your anxiety lies to you. Exactly. Anxiety is about the the fiction, the facts. It's it's lies, and 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 gut feeling is all about like deciding. Like you go through life, you have decisions to make, and actually, if you do do listen to that emotional side of things, you will get from your emotions like, okay, I should actually go for it. And anxiety will be telling you, don't go for it. You're gonna screw it up. They're gonna judge you. Yeah. They're gonna laugh at you, and this and that and that. And your gut feeling is like, I want to do it. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. the right thing to do. Uh, yeah, and you gotta listen. And that, I guess, that would be another thing. I think I would say to people coming up now is that, like, you got to. And I'm still coming up, so it's all like me and one of my close friends. We have a. He always helps remind me certain things that I may forget certain life principles mm. for example things that you need to affirmations at its lowest form you would quit i'd mm. say an affirmation certain things that will put you in the right mind state and when you understand who you are you understand your position your perspective all those things mm -hmm. like he will i'll say to him that i'm grateful that we had the conversation because he's reminding me but same way i've reminded him Mm -hmm. And so I say that because I don't want to make it sound like, man, some, you know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, but we're all going somewhere. Well, none of my grandma says it like, we're none of us at a finished article. We're all building, do you know what I'm saying? And so anyone coming up, myself included, 
it's that distinction between your anxieties and your gut feelings is so important to getting things done because you will really accidentally put yourself in a hole like of just Mm -hmm. worry about if I do this if I do that you won't get anything done and then that will lead back to the yeah um it's better to do something than worry yeah. about what to talk about. Oh, I should have done that. And I yeah. could have done that. And anxiety will put you into a position where you, there is no action. You you want action it's anything. Frozen. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. Now that's a that's a very good point. Very very good advice. And uh, yeah, made me think a lot as well. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not a musician, but um, yeah. But it's so, like in life. But it's yeah, we're all, yeah. And, You're absolutely right. And you know how? Sorry to interrupt you. It was kind of that. It is that I've learned so much through music life skills because you're te- it's you whenever you challenge yourself you find out about yourself you find out about your resilience what you're going to do how you react how you got and oh i'm getting angry in the booth when i'm getting instructions that probably would be beneficial but it's because i'm frustrated with myself do you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it all so even though you're not a musician you are creative you do other things outside of outside of like outside of this you mm-hmm. you have other it's not just like you do one thing no one does one thing. We all have translatable skills, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I think yeah. we have to, if you look at life as a everything lends to each other rather than separate, like mm-hmm. I say, for example, I don't, I, I make music, but I never say like, maybe with music, because I have found the identity with it, I say I'm an artist, for example. Mm-hmm. But I never say, for example, when I worked at Next, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cashier because mm-hmm. that's a part of what I was doing, but it wasn't me. It, yeah, like yeah, I'm not yeah, defined yeah. by this one portion. So that's what I mean. Like everything can kind of teach you something about the next thing and so on. Yeah, 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 100%. So, so what is coming next? Boy, so right now we've got Back to Basics coming out very soon. That's another Kush Garage tune. A little surprise on there as well. Um, produced by Cassius Clifford, um, performed by myself. It's a banger. I'm not gonna lie. It's a banger. Like it's like it's the proper summer vibes. And I think when I was making it without giving up too much of the creative process, like I think I definitely, I thought like it was just. I heard the beat and I was like, now this reminds me of summer and summers to come. Summers gone by and I said, okay, let me give you a little bit of what my summers were like. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And yeah. Um, yeah, it's a vibe, man. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. That's the that's immediate. That's off. Um, so we've got uh, we've got we've got more garage tunes coming out, and they're definitely. I think there's a nice surprise once they all come out, and mm-hmm. it will. And I think we've we're in the midst of doing something new, a new way of putting out music, and I think it's better explained when it's done because then it will be it will be done, and you'll be able to everyone will be able to see this is what oh this is what you mean, and so yeah. we've got a lot coming. We've got. We've got these tunes coming. We've got Still Mackin, which is an EP about 16, not garage. They're different sounds, different vibes, kind of encapsulating that period of adult life, like that coming into, coming that coming of age of, mm-hmm. it's me, not against the world, but in the world. Mm. And that's where you end up in, you realise you're in the world. I think the process of making Still Mackin, and that it's, it's kind of got um, something that does, uh, to do with mental health, in there as well, I guess, because it's like, the truth is, through the process of still macking, I became whole again as a person. 
Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? After feeling mm -hmm. fragmented past all my experiences and things. And I don't want to make this sound like some woe is me thing because I'm very much not in that place and I speak <laughs> of it from a place of growth. Mm -hmm. But it is like still macking means it's I'm macking, right? But I'm still macking. So despite this timeline of things I've been through, the hell and high water, mm -hmm. I can see that I am still me. I'm the best that I've done, the worst that I've done, and the best that I'm going to do to make this person who, no, I'm not perfect, but I'm still me. Mm -hmm. And it came from a place of wanting to almost, I need to a fresh start again, but realize you don't need a fresh start. You just need to, you just need to polish off who you are and find out who you are again. So still macking is that journey. And hopefully I believe, well, it will definitely be out in the summer, but I believe that the message will be painted sonically, verbally, and people will really feel that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That journey and want to hear it, not because I'm, I don't know, like just because good music, just because it's good music. Like, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to thank it. You, it's thank like you. Re really, really interesting. Still macking. Um, still macking. I like, I love the title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm still it. macking. I'm can't, <laughs> for good or for bad, I can't help it. I'm still macking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. So where, where people can find you that you are still macking? Yeah, I'm still macking on all your streaming platforms. <laughs> you can type J Mac on Spotify, Apple, Deezer. Type, well, let's not plug everyone. I don't know if they're <laughs> yeah. sponsored. Yeah, but you know what I mean? And you can get me on socials at, at Just Mackin. That's J-U-S-M-A-C-C-I-N-N. J-U-S-M-A-C-C-I-N-N. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, everyone loves Midnight Skank from what I've heard anyway. So if you want to find out what uh, a good snapshot of me, I'd say listen to the Midnight Skank EP part one and two and hit me up on the socials and let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Brilliant. And let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. amazing, amazing. Uh, Mac, J Mac. <laughs> the man of many names. Yeah, no. <laughs> man of many names, yes. Uh, thank you so much for coming. No, it was a pleasure talking to you. I, I loved the, the, the whole chat about your, your you know, creative process and how you know, can, it can help to shape your personality and like find who you are. And yeah, that's the distinction between your gut feeling and anxiety. That's the takeaway from for me thank you so much for 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 chatting to us no, and yeah i'm looking forward me. to listening to still macking come on still <laughs> macking coming soon but no thank, thank you. you for having me i really appreciate it you know uh and I, it was a good conversation i enjoyed it and you made me think i was like wow i was like okay i gotta dig and really <laughs> spew my guts here no but seriously no serious i appreciate it. i would love a good conversation you know what i mean Oh, th th thank you for talking and opening up and then talking about the, the, the whole the whole process. Super interesting, a lot of learnings from it. Thank you, thank come you, Jay Mac, and yeah, well done. Rhythm life. <laughs> <laughs> it's macking. <laughs> and clap to you guys because this thing ran smooth and well. So thank you. <laughs> Free drink with the favorites. Forget the burger sauce and then it's back to the favorites. If she taste it, no, she won't wanna waste it. Didn't have the motive. Somehow we made it. Step no crease, I can't front, lace it. Wonder about the kid like Wayne, no, holding me back. No, letting me go Wanna wear the kit That's home and away Gotta let the bro Just be with the bros Grind all summer That's a tour to the south She grinding the club What she do in the house Juggle keep up This juggle beneath her Swipe that thing That visa Clock her across My Jesus Jesus Back make a nigga Paraplegic Tell her that we need this Look We took it back to the basics Cause it ain't enough To just taste it So We took it back to the basics Wouldn't be me If I chased it When no one fails Can you make it Vibes that sell I'm shelling on a day shit mm -hmm. When all else fell, we going back to the base. We going back to the basics. Won't be me if I taste it. Back to the basics. Baby girl, could you face it? Going back to the basics. 